Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good afternoon. This is Marie. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I just want to thank all of our listeners. I know I should thank you at the end, which I will, but I also want to thank you at the beginning of the show. Wherever you are, all over the country, throughout the, the world, thank you so much for listening to the show and for all the brave callers who call in, because it's a little bit, you know, put on the air. Everybody could be listening to your family, your neighbors, your school teachers. All kinds of people can be listening to your questions. So I just want to thank you for your courage and your generosity to share a little bit of your life with our listening audience. So today we're talking about energy medicine. And for me, energy medicine, of course, is a general term, but my primary focus is on the chakra system. And chakras are spinning energy centers located within the subtle body of your auric field in your body. So inside your physical body, throughout your aura, are these amazing cones of energy. They function as receivers and transmitters of life energy. There are seven large chakras in the physical body, and there were over three thousand small ones. So 3,000 small chakras in the physical body and, you know, seven primary. The primary chakras, the large ones, uh, they actually emanate a primary color and they are in charge of large anatomical areas of your body. And they also govern emotions, so major emotions of your body, and those are divided, too, in really interesting configurations. So today, when you call in, I will, of course, be answering any of your energetic questions, but we also have one of my favorite guests, Dr. Sheila Dunmerit, is here in the studio. Yay! Hi, Marie. Hi! So if you have doctor questions, you're here. I'm here. Yeah, and of course, you and I will be teaching in a couple days. I'm excited about that. I'm so excited about that. And we our, had fun last time. We had so much fun. Yeah. And we even made a DVD out of it. It's beautiful. I know. It's, it's probably the fastest project I've ever completed from start to finish. Of course, we needed to make it fast, too, so it could be available before our next class. Um, but it's really beautiful. And I can't believe how much stuff we talked about. Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't it amazing? I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this one on, on heart health will bring. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because we talked to Yeah. So the heart health is coming up. But I was just remembering there's like 20 categories on the DVD that's about um, detoxification. Yeah. And then there's even a bonus section on that DVD. That's called detoxification vacation. Is that what it's called? Detox of vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it was, it's showing people how to go on a detox cleanse and not have it be painful, but have it be something that you can easily and gently do. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! Absolutely amazing. So we're going to be talking about heart health. Yes. And universal love. And what is it that you circulate in your life? Yes, and right? the third chakra, since it's cha- energy time. Is that the far? Oh, it's the f- that's okay. Tell us about the fourth chakra. We did chakra. the third last time. That's yes. why I'm confusing oh, you okay. talking about last class and this class. Yeah. Well, the fourth chakra governs breast tissue, lungs, heart, the thymus gland, and it is about circulating. It's about cholesterol level. It's about your veins, your arteries, and your lymphatic system has plays a big part of it because it's circulating things too. So Sounds like a fun. big chakra. It's a big chakra. You're right, because it's multidimensional as well. So huh. when you move into universal love, you actually move into multiple dimensions where you learn. And you taught me this 
phrase that I'm about to say, where you're non-reactive oh. to life circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just fabulous. Absolutely. You fabulous. know, I'm, I'm fascinated by the language that we use, and there's so much language around the fourth chakra. Mm-hmm. Language like, I'm heartbroken, or my heart's bursting open. And, and that language, does that, do you think it translates, actually? Absolutely. I think, you know, one of the things I know that you and I, and of course my children and I work on, is saying language that supports what it is that we want to do in this world or have experience rather than saying language that's unsupportive. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And what about people when they close their hearts? Mm. What does that look like to you? Well, you know, the, the back of the fourth chakra is the highest receptivity center in the physical body. And so when people close energy in the back of their heart chakra, I'll, I'll see doors, sometimes multiple doors with locks on it and, you know, all kinds right. of metaphors to let me know how blocked they are in allowing other people to give to them, which is what we're going to be talking about also on Saturday. Right. Well, what's interesting is that I think that the energy of the the heart chakra is what ends up translating into the physical issues that people have with their heart. And, you know, it's the number one leading cause of death. Isn't that amazing? And it's the silent killer for women. Yes. Right? Because our symptoms for heart disease are completely different than what men experience. It's true. Some people can, women can have nausea. Right. And they oh, I just ate something wrong, when in fact it could be a heart issue they're dealing with. Right. So oh, that's very interesting. It's important. Can't no. wait to hear about that. Because yeah. I loved watching you teach last, uh, well, it was in December when we taught, yeah. and I loved watching you. I had a hard time, like, participating because oh. I was having so much fun watching you. You're going to participate I am going to participate so a little good. bit more good, and, good. and talk a little bit more about energy. Good. Well, because I think it's Heart Month, and I don't mm. know why we've chosen, okay, this month we're dedicating to the heart. Maybe it's because it's February and Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day and yeah. love and all of that. But um, it's appropriate to really look at that multidimensionally, both from an emotional, energetic, and physical mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, energy. Mm-hmm. I agree. I absolutely agree. It's going to be fabulous. Meditations and all of the, in the classes. And then your lovely husband, Stephen Merritt, plays music. Yeah. Oh he's going to be singing to us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's a great musician. He played in the last workshop, which really just changes the tone of a workshop when you have live music. It's amazing. You know, and when we talk about heart, we talk about prevention, but I'm curious mm. about the energetic preventions. Right, right. What can we do to prevent ourselves from that natural response to want to close? You mm-hmm. know, we want to mm-hmm. close when we feel um, mm-hmm. scared or wounded or fearful. Right. And and you, you place it so well. It goes back to that wonderful phrase that you said, non-reactive, mm. because you have to learn to be vulnerable. Yeah. You have to learn that nothing is bad. Nothing is great. It's all just fine. It's all okay. You know, that's a big part of the fourth chakra. It's hard to be universally loving and accepting of life circumstances if you can't and if you react to all of the circumstances around you. Well, we take things so personally. We do. We absolutely do. And even things that are happening thousands of miles away to countries and people that we don't even know, that we've never visited, right. which I find very profound for the heart. A lot of people, I think, get heart illnesses because they carry the wounds and the pain and the suffering of people they don't even know. Oh, right? Right. So that's that's very important. So we're going to be bathing in our hearts. Bathing in our hearts. Bathing in our hearts and working and letting our hearts splash open with delight rather than oh, I with, love with that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Good. I love that. So should we go to the phone lines? Because we've got callers sure. and people that know you were, well, I did actually say a little sneak last week. You did. But it wasn't on the website, so we're just thrilled to have Dr. Merritt. She put her schedule off to the side, ran here, and is hanging out with us today. All right. I'm here. Great. So who do we have, Eric? We've got Peter on the line calling from Seattle. 
Hi, Peter. Hi there. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. Thank you. Uh, okay. Thank you for taking taking my call. Uh, I'm a little anxious to be first one out of the gate here. Yeah. This <laughs> um, but I'm calling uh, partly at the urging of my wife, who's called into your show a few times, and we've listened together a bit. And uh, I'm just really hoping that you could give me a little insight maybe on where I should be putting energy mm-hmm. currently mm-hmm. Um, and wait, kind of where where my focus should be. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it's it's everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's starting to get a little, a little frustrating in mm-hmm. um, kind of listening to your talk and Dr. Dunmerit about... Um, the, the chakras, and you just ended by talking about, you know, our reactions to things. And I'm a very um, kind of heart-sensitive person. I guess right. I, I, I fully react to things, and, and I'm very sensitive to comments and whatever is, is going on and happening, and I, I kind of take things very personally. Right, right. You know what's so adorable is um, she was sitting next to me, and you know it's not a, a technical medical question, but holistic doctors, doctors who really allow their intuition to be a part, and of course I'm sure there are MDs who allow their intuition to be a part of their diagnosis, but they probably consider themselves more holistic rather than conventional medicine. So I'm, I, I actually pointed to Sheila for her to answer your question first, and she was getting all kinds of info. It was great. It was lovely. Hi, Peter. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. And, you know, it's I love listening to people because often within the question um, in lies the answer. People know, right? So you, you said, I'm very sensitive and, um, you know, to other people and, and I'm, my heart is um, open. And then you said that you're pulled in a lot of directions. And my thought is, you know, as long as we're pulled so many different ways, then we don't have to commit to any one way. And as long as you don't have to commit to any one way, then um, my thought is, is then you can't ever be scolded for it or it can't be a problem because you're not committed. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Sure. It's like you can't make a mistake. And then, so my thought is, well, well, what would happen if you made a mistake? What happens if you chose a path, and it didn't work out the way you thought it would? I'm, I'm very, um, my, my upbringing is such that I, uh, I'm a, a warrior. Um, I'm a worst case scenario person. Right. I'm a, <laughs> okay. Um, That's I, perfect. I, I like uh, knowing the answers and, and being comfortable in in you know kind of the knowledge of things not not changing and at the same time you know the last six months of of my life and my marriage and my and my family has seen a great amount of change and it's been it's been wonderful um but it just it's still you know that's my fear is based in in change and the not knowing and the you know not having enough income or money or or support for my family or support for my wife um and i i haven't ever answered that question of you know what right what would so what would happen yeah so you might want to play that one out for yourself it's like okay so what would happen if i didn't have enough then what would i do and and just let yourself go there for a while you know down that road and see well hmm i might have to move in with you know my relatives or you know just keep playing that one out Till you're comfortable with, okay, I'm not going to fall off a cliff and die, mm-hmm. you know, and then 
you know, go back to that place inside of you that knows that you're totally um, able to make choices and then change those choices and that it might even be fun. Wouldn't that be, it might be fun. I love the whole idea of going through all the potential scenarios because people do, they go to the worst case scenario like you described, Peter. And and when you go to the worst case scenario, then you're frozen that that's going to be the answer. But that's rarely the answer. I don't know that many people who have made risky choices in their life that are homeless living on the sides of the street. Mm. I just don't. Do you, Peter? Uh, uh, no. In <laughs> fact, that, that, you know, my, my wife and I have both started our own businesses with, you know, that worry of course, in my in my mind, and both of us have have found it to be extremely uh, successful, and, and right. let's stay home right. with our kids and spend right. time together. And right. um, you know, there's something about my my head that can't get around your head. Is that what you said? My my head, uh-huh. my my thought process that can't get around um, that you know that can't think about the best possible scenario mm-hmm. rather than going to the worst possible scenario, mm-hmm. even though right. the more risk I put out there, it seems like the more success I we have. Right. And I just, I can't quite figure out for myself why I, you know, what's preventing me, what's blocking me from making the best possible scenario the first thought, as opposed to the worst case scenario. Well, you said it earlier that you inherited it. You said you got that from your family. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, you know, I love my family and we get all kinds of things from them. And so I don't really want to make your family wrong. I don't want to make my family wrong. Oh, no, wrong. make them as wrong as you like. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to do that. What I'd rather do is bless them and thank them and realize there's a part inside of your head that just automatically goes to the worst case. You don't need to change that. Let that happen and then override it with other choices. You know, you've got your little worst case scenario, little gremlin, and then go, oh, hi, there he is again, going to the worst case, got that, you know, nothing's going to go right, and I should be scared, and I should be worried because, you know, I might end up on the street, and then go, oh, I know you love me, and you care about me, and now I'm going to move on to what I know is great for me. Right. And I think the question why is a dangerous question. I think when humans start going into the how, what, where, or why, we're, we move into very limited you know, perception. We disconnect from the universe. We don't move into that magnificent place where we all collectively truly reside. And so I would highly recommend you knock that off. Uh, I mean, just do your best to it's delete, great suggestion. <laughs> delete yourself that. from it. And then start doing the 17 second exercise. It comes from Esther and Jerry Hicks. They, you know, they teach all about manifesting. And in that 17 seconds, when you're being self-critical, worrying, um, you know, thinking negative thoughts, stop your mind and think of something completely unrelated that makes you feel happy. Mm. And I don't care if it's food, sex, a beach, you know, it doesn't matter as long as you can get your mind out of the negativity and for 17 sec- seconds, feel happy. And when you go to that initial thought, sometimes the happy feeling doesn't start right away. It could take several minutes. Mm-hmm. But then you can hold that, you know, take the several minutes, hold it for 17 seconds, and you'll literally be erasing thousands of hours of negative thinking just from 17 seconds of happy feeling. Mm. It's like neurological retraining. It really is. And it, it's exactly what we're going to be talking about in our third Healing from right. within series is right. the brain. It yeah. it does. It breaks down those old neurotransmitters, and you start to develop new ones. Because Peter, y- what you're saying makes so much sense. Because when we think a certain way, we literally release chemicals from our brain, right? And they go straight into the body, and they create the same reaction that we've experienced for all the years that we've been thinking those things. And then we believe them as though they're real, right? But they're not. They're not. Yeah. 
So try those things. Okay. And, and follow the directions that make you feel happy. Okay. It, 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 try, try not to figure it out. If you try to figure it out, that's going to be a waste of, of time because when you're using intuition, you, you find out later. You follow the feeling and then you find out later why that was a good feeling. But trying to analyze it breaks the intuitive process. Okay. That's wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a Thank wonderful you. day. Take you care, too. Peter. Bye-bye. Sweet guy. Yeah, very sweet. Yeah, and he's on the right track, too. He's going to have great success. I'm not worried about him at all. Great. <laughs> so we'll go to our next caller, Eric. Let's talk to Robert calling from Seattle. Hi, Marie. Hey, Robert. How are you? Wonderful, my friend. How are you? I'm great. It's great to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. That's a perfect topic because, you know, I've got a little issue that I've been working with. So I'd love to get a reading and um, also if you can do anything for the heart as far as alignment and also if Dr. Sheila could... Talk anything about pericarditis and what Maya might do to yeah. stop no, that. Okay. <laughs> well, you know how great you're doing in life already. You know, your life just keeps getting better and better. In fact, I see all these dollar signs around you, so you uh, must be, like, increasing your income quite a bit. Is that true? <laughs> well, I think the potential is there. <laughs> so it hasn't quite happened? It hasn't quite happened. Ah, okay. Well, there's tons of dollar signs around you, so I anticipate hey. that that is going to happen. <laughs> so endocarditis is something that you've been dealing with for a little while. Or Actually, one year almost to the date, yes. Right. For, the, for our listeners, it's an inflammation of the lining of the heart. Right. And, and so would you say that it's contained now? or Because I know you worry about it all the time, which is when you and I work together. Huh? I help to help you not worry about it. Exactly. Right? I only worry about it when it comes back on. Like last night, I woke up around 3 o'clock, and I had actually a strong pang on the side of my heart, which really concerns me. When that mm-hmm. happens, mm-hmm. did your doctors think that it was a virus? They, you know, there was no strong knowledge what what caused it, but that would that's just the assumption. Yeah. yeah. And how did it clear? How did it clear? Mm-hmm. Is it just with time? It's gotten it, better. Oh, I still have it. it oh. It's not. It's on a level of uh, one to ten. It's probably a five right now compared to what it was a year ago. But uh, no, I still am dealing with it. I, I still have weakness. I still have discomfort. Um, and sometimes pain. Well, you know, isn't it true, Dr. Merritt, if indeed it's endocarditis that he'd be dealing with, they would be doing something about it, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying, Robert, that you don't have that. You obviously are having symptoms, but I think, I wonder if it's more angina versus, because they don't just let you go out in the world with endocarditis yeah. unless they've tried everything and nothing works. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's It surprises me. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to diagnose on the phone, I mean, over the radio, because I, um, I'd, I'd have to look at you and do some tests. He looks great. Um, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Um, you right. know, um, I have treated um, pericarditis and have seen the clear, um, the clearing of it. Um, and it, it is considered inflammatory. Um, there's certainly, you're working with Marie on the energetics of it, which I'd love to hear more about. Um, on a physical, um, the B vitamin B6 particularly is used um, along with omega-3 oils. And there's a whole uh, set of botanicals oh. um, that are used, um, hawthornberry being one of them, mm. to um, help um, calm down that lining. Um, so I'm surprised that you have that that pain for, for yeah. this long. And I'm doing the fish oil. I'm doing the high dose of D and C. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm doing the kale in my, you know, juices and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I would use a homeopathic. I would go after it um, energetically, homeopathically. I've been doing that for about six months now and also doing a big grill. Perfect. And then the, the the thing that's left is, you know, that fear that you've got, yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's going to come back. And so any little twinge, you think it's that, right? So Also that, my weakness, my strength is only at about 60%. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that really, really makes sense. Sounds like you're, you're doing good things for it. Well, I, <laughs> I want to get past this and get on. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel about it, and, and I'd love to hear what you have to feel too, Sheila, sure. is I think you're well. That's just how I feel. I think you're well. And it's sometimes until someone comes in and just says you're well, <laughs> you know, we don't believe it. And you've obviously worked very hard. Your life is going well. You're happy. You are healthy. Uh, and so I think if you could take it in that actually you're, you're well and things are, you're not in the hospital, you're not on medication other than natural remedies. So... Do you think that you could take it in that you're well? I can of course. Okay. Do you do you believe him when he says that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't believe. And I know you want to, but you're waiting for, you know, the the perfect stamp of approval. You know, the stamp that comes down and says you are well, dude. Nothing's wrong. Right. You know, so that weakness can go f- from I think you said you were only at sixty percent capacity up to that hundred percent capacity after the stamp comes. Maybe you'd need to give yourself a stamp of approval that you're well. And how do I do that? Hmm, it's a great question. Maybe make a you know you're an artist, right. so maybe make a beautiful stamp that says Robert is well, okay. and start putting it on papers and that's great. Yeah, make cards for yourself. Well, you know, you know, I love that Marie, and I think the reason why he doesn't believe that he's well is because he doesn't know why it happened. He's back to that why question. Oh. Why did this happen? What is this really? Is that true, Robert? That's very true. I've been healthy all my life, and then all of a sudden I got hit. All of this, and you got hit, and you don't know why. You right. don't really know what it is. It's like this great mystery out there, right. and so therefore it could happen again, even. Yeah. So it's gotten into not your heart. It's gotten into your mind. Oh, my goodness. All right. So that stamp maybe will help get his mind around it. But you think he needs more than that, right? Well, I, well, I love what you said to the last caller about the why is not the right, right question. Right. Why isn't going to get you where you want to go? And you know one of my favorite things to do, even when I have, because we all have our health issues, all Absolutely. of us, right? Yeah. And I fall in love with my health issues. Great. I do. Use it as an opportunity. I really do. No matter how much it's bothering, no matter how many symptoms I'm having about it, I fall in love with it. You know, I embrace so it. So it's not an enemy. It's a friend because it's taught me a lot. Like I'm sure what you've gone through over these last over this last year has taught you tremendous information about your heart and love and what you want and allowing it in. I'm sure you've learned a ton. Yeah. Oh yeah. So start making friends with it. Then it, it then it won't wake you up in the middle of the night irritating you. Okay. okay. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And as far as reading, do you see anything in the heart right now? No, it looks beautiful to me. It looks great. But you've always presented that way for me. Even when you've um, laid on the table, you've always presented doing really well. My question, though, is am I hiding something? Well, I think what you're hiding is you're hiding your ability to allow yourself to be well. That's what you're hiding. So embrace this. And and that takes practice, embracing it. You have to, like, love it. Love what's going on. Love what's not happening. Love that. And then let's see what happens. Okay, wonderful. Okay, thank you, Robert, for coming in. Robert, take good care. Wonderful, my friends. Thank you. Bye-bye.
All right, now let's talk to Kathleen calling from Seattle. Hi. Hi, Kathleen. Oh, good. You can hear me okay. Yes. How are you? Well, I'm okay. Uh, I'm I'm (laughs) a little overwhelmed. I have a lot going on um, with family issues, with my house issues, with career issues. So I guess I'm just calling for a general checkup to try with somebody that can see things that I can't see or won't see. Right. Well, you are just so sweet. You're just adorable. And right away, I wanted to lecture you. And I was like, you know, ca- calming myself down so I don't lecture you because you do so much. You kind of like create a little bit of the overwhelmness in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- what can you do to not do that? Um, pace myself, <laughs> maybe. What? Pace myself, perhaps. Well, maybe the word no should start to become a part of your vocabulary. Oh, you know, yeah, and I love that answer. Oh, you know, it's kind of like um, my daughters really don't need one more pair of designer jeans; they really don't. <laughs> um, and it because I'm hoping to actually inherit a few pairs <laughs> actually <laughs> soon. Um, but they they don't need any more jeans. But that's kind of like when we're out shopping. Oh, aren't these cute, mom? And I'm like, oh yeah, those are so cute. And yeah, they're really cute at the cute price that they are too. And, you know, the kids don't need any more designer jeans. So I've had to learn to cultivate the word no in multiple areas of my life. And I think that that is something that you need to do as well. You're leaking energy out of the back of your fourth chakra, the back of your second chakra, and a little bit out of your feet, which is a pretty profound leak. I don't think you leak all the time. I don't think these are chronic leaks. But when you get overwhelmed, do you sometimes then get sick, like a really bad cold, and then you got to go to bed for a while? Um, no, but I do have to stop. You have to stop and, like, lay down? Um, I have to stop and sit and do nothing. For how long? Oh, for as long as possible, but <laughs> there always seems to be people or things or animals, I have a lot of responsibilities. Right. So, right. Um, you know, a, a lot of times I'll just go take a shower. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. That, that's really good. I'd love for you to start using the word no. And, you know, we're all responsible for everything that's happening in our lives. And all mm-hmm. the people who are a part of our lives are responsible too. So you need to do some delegating and really check in when you, before you sign the dotted line of the next project mm-hmm. where you're going to go out and save someone. Um, ask yourself from being in your gut, right below your belly button, that second chakra, the passion chakra that governs reproductive organs, kidneys, adrenal glands, a lower back. Ask yourself, is this something I really want to do? And unless the answer is yay, then don't do it, please. I want you to practice saying no, and it's not going to feel good. You're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel like you're being a bad person. All of those things. I feel irresponsible when I say no, and I got to experience it just this morning because I'm I'm in process of transitioning from one career as a teacher to another career as a teacher, where I work. I used to work for the public school system, and it, it just no hasn't worked for me for a long time, and I've been subbing. But now when calls come in, I I don't want to go. You know, I was thinking as Marie was talking, when you say no, if you look at no, the word N-O, and reverse it, it means on. So when you say no, you're being on. And what are you being on to? You're being on to what's in your best interest. And I would suggest practicing it, saying no at least once or twice or three times a day for the next 30 days. That was perfect. I love that on. 
I do too. And that's exactly what I felt like this morning when I said, no, I'm not taking this job because it's taking away from other things that I would rather be doing. Well, perfect. We're proud of you, and we want to hear you yell no from the rooftops over here in the station. (laughs) Yay! Have a wonderful day, and we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back with Dr. Merritt. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. There's twice as much fun on the Gary Mance Show this weekend. We will air live on Saturday night, 7 to 9 p.m., and replay Saturday's show on Sunday at 7 following The Big Game. Not only that, but we have three great guests, Donna Denam, our new friend Dina Marie. And remember the happy medium, Jody LaVon? She's from Minneapolis. We'll have her on, too. Three great guests, two nights back-to-back. Live on Saturday. Saturday at 7, Encore Sunday at 7. Mastery and Mystery, that's the Gary Mant Show. Start the new year with fun and inspiring tools that invoke curiosity and the desire to change. The Marie Manucherry and Friends monthly two-hour class is an investment toward self-development that you won't want to miss out on. We'll provide even more tools to enhance positive thinking, spiritual growth, healing, and so much more. Go to energyintuitive.com to find out more and sign up for the next class. Write it down, shout it loud. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, wasn't that fun? And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. And our guest today, our surprise visitor, is Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt. So we love having you in the studio. Thank you, Marie. Oh, you're welcome. And I also want to give a shout out to Patty. Karen, my assistant's sister, is in town from Chicago. And if you ever want to look at her work, um, Patty is a graphic artist. You can look at my most last CD, The Healthy Immune System. She designed the whole thing. It's beautiful. And it's good to listen to, Isn't too. it good to listen yes, to? Did I you li- Oh, it. thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, Very helpful. So, uh, yeah, we're happy that Patty's here. She's going to be here for a couple of weeks. And I heard us girls are going to be going out um, drinking and dancing at some point, which means one glass of wine for me because that's all I can drink. So um, today we're talking about the energy medicine, right? Yeah. And heart health. And heart health because we have a class on Saturday. And it's at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. You can go to my website and pre-register. You can show up and and, um, just come to the class. It's from 10 to 2. So four hours of lecture and interactive. We do exercises. Yeah, I think of it as a workshop more than a class because we'll be doing some interaction. Marie will be doing some readings. We'll be doing some meditation and some uh, exercises to help support um, opening the heart. Absolutely. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? All right. Let's talk to Maureen calling from Seattle. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you. My question is about the supplement resveratrol. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is is there are there enough studies because there are a lot of claims out there like the acai berry and right. 
Resveratrol, for all of us, all of our listeners, is a um, product or supplement that um, is very high in antioxidants. And there are many, many companies out there where you can get resveratrol. And some companies say that they have the best. Some that say that theirs is more strong. Um, I don't know all of the politics of all of the resveratrol that's out there. Um, it is, there's a lot of study on it, Maureen, and it's very useful for, um, for cancer for, oh, as, as one of the um, adjuncts for reducing your uh, risk for um, cancer, also for diabetes and inflammatory disorders. And um, it's one of the things I take every day. Really? Oh, yes. I've never even heard of it. <clears throat> yes, resveratrol. How do you know what brand to buy or how to buy a stuff. I'm kind of lucky with that, huh? Because I, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of companies that I use um, because I know the um, the manufacturing techniques that they use and so that I know that they're not um, filled with binders and fillers. My general rule is I do not if I can avoid it, I do not use tablets because when you use a tablet, it's um, concentrated with tableting agents to keep it together, uh, magnesium stearate being one of them. Actually, mag stearate doesn't keep the tablet together, but it, it's technical. It, it makes the machinery work faster, yeah. and this mag stearate gets on the tablet or capsule, and um, it reduces the absorption capacity. Oh. So when I'm using a supplement, I try and not use a tablet. I'll go to a capsule or a powder or a liquid, and I read what it says on there. I mean, you know, the more... Um, ingredients between me and the product, the less I'll purchase it. If it has corn syrups, forget it. If it has soy products, I don't utilize it. If it has titanium and red dye and all that stuff we don't need, you know, I don't use it. Great. Yeah. Great question. Thank you. I feel yeah, like I was just very educated. Much. Yeah, and it's my, I think my energy feels pretty good. Seen yeah, actually, on the third layer of your uh-huh. field, uh, it's, it's really... Um, Staticky. So the third layer of the field is called the mental plane. It's, oh, okay. uh, of course, all the energies are connected to one another, all the chakras, all the fields. But the mental plane has a strong connection to the third um, chakra, which is about self-love. So your third layer of your field is slightly contracted, and there's a lot of fuzz on it, like static electricity. So there's something that you're really worried about or overthinking about? Oh, or, yeah. Really? That's, that's probably it. So. Is there an exercise you can do for that? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'd stop thinking about whatever you're thinking about because <laughs> it's not going to get resolved through your thoughts. You okay. know, sometimes I just ask a question out loud before I go to bed, and then I wake up in the morning with the answer. You mean oh. whatever you're worried about, you'll yeah. just you'll just say out loud. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What about this, or what about that, or what could, what what do I need to know about this in my highest good? And then I fall off to sleep, and when I'm waking up in those first twenty seconds, thirty seconds of waking up, I have the answer. You've got some wonderful guides helping you. <laughs> Gracie does. We <laughs> all do. We all do. But thank you. So well, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Please don't worry. I will. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
I want an anatomy of energy class from you. Okay, you got it, babe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we invite other people? To? Absolutely. Okay. Sounds like Isn't so much smart? fun. Yeah, uh, actually, class. I'll be teaching in Sun Valley uh, energy medicine class on the 18th in Sun Valley Wellness um, Festival. And then on the 19th, a class about the other side, spirit guides and all that good stuff on the 19th. You can go to the sunvalleywellnessfestival.com and register for those classes if you like. Are there going to be tapes available? Uh, yeah, I'll be selling tapes and our DVD. Bootlegs. Just for <laughs> no, no, no. CDs of that uh, festival. Actually, the the evening. I'm so glad you brought that up. The evening workshop is actually going to be uh, recorded. It's it's going to be filmed, and I'm going to use parts of that on the website. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Good. You're so good. So, who do else do we have, Eric? Well, we've got Jennifer calling from Issaquah on the line right now. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, ladies. I love that you took my call. Oh, you're I'm so sweet. Very happy to be here today. And I have poor circulation in my fingers. Yeah. And I believe it's called Raynaud. Yes. Okay. So, well, of course I want to know why, but I don't have to know why. I do horse chestnut, and I just want to know how can I better apply myself at this? And and for Marie, kind of like a general reading, please. Um, How bad is the Raynaud syndrome? Well, if I take something from the refrigerator... Yeah. My finger is cold. Does it go blue or white? No, it goes white. Uh-huh. And, you know, they have those hot hands. Yes. And I walk every morning, and I put one in a glove, and Perfect. then I switch hands if it gets cold yeah. and put it away if I don't need it. Yeah. But through the winter, I am thankful to have the hot hands. Yeah, that's great. Um, so you are doing some things for the Renaud's. Um you know, there's several possible reasons. It could just be essential Raynaud's, meaning there is no, you know, underlying disorder. Right. Um, it can, I, I have seen it with thyroid conditions. Um, okay. It's showing up, so that might be something to look at. I've also seen it um, with hormonal uh, issues. Um, second half of the cycle might be worse for you. Uh, I don't know if that's the case oh, there. Okay. There's... Um, but, you know, what it is is that you're not getting blood or the vessels are really contracted. So there are some things that you can take that will help to um, open up the vessels. Okay. And um, I'm, I know the name of the, the product is called Profusia, but what it is is it's L-arginine, and it's used cardiovascularly, interestingly, for uh, lowering blood pressure. It opens up the vessels. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Garlic is also used, and um, horse chestnut as you mentioned, is used. I would look at your whole body, not just the hands. And I would, you know, want to not just look at your body, but, you know, go through a a health history and a blood workup to see why it is that um, your fingers are um, so sensitized. Right. Profusia is the name of... Profusia. It's a thorn product, yeah. Product. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. I just love having you here because you get to tell us all the good stuff about supplements because I love supplements. I know you do. You're very passionate about that. I am. I just... I believe in preventative medicine. Yes, I know. And all medicine. But if we can start preventatively and learn and ask really good questions and get great checkups from people like yourself, Sheila, then we're healthier. And what for me, I'm always, I do always ask the question why inside my head, maybe, you know, because I want to know, well, why is that (laughs) happening? Well, what else is going on? Good question. Because the fingers, and it's funny, we've been talking about the heart chakra all right. 
all, all circulation. Of, it, yeah. Well, it is circulation. And? and the heart chakra, because you and I talked about this, it governs, right, it governs the hands. And it's all about receiving. It absolutely right. lit. Because ah. you haven't had this your whole life. Is that no, true? No, it started at age, like, 43. Yeah. Hormones. Yeah. Oh, could, yeah, it could, could be, be hormones, hormones too. changing. And so, you know, this is about receiving. And the back of your heart chakra, you have a very large heart chakra, by the way. You're highly, highly empathic. You can feel the feelings of others. And, and this is a natural gift. You know, just imagine if everybody on the planet was empathic as you are, war wouldn't exist because it's really... That's right, it wouldn't. Yeah, you can't harm <laughs> another human being without feeling them and their mother and their yeah. brothers, yeah. you know, when you're empathic as you are. And so empaths sometimes confuse their emotions with other people's emotions. Sometimes they're not sure what they're really feeling because they can feel everyone. So what would be great is, again, going back down to that second chakra, sitting below your belly button, and asking yourself throughout the day when you kind of feel like you're inside that part of your body, what am I feeling now? What am I feeling now? So that you can start to separate your emotions from others so you're not trying to circulate all those emotions in your body. And it looks like your body knows that some of those emotions you're circulating aren't yours, so it's contracting those vessels, and then you're, you're being cold. And that's that's my intuitive hit on it anyway. And people love you. I I mean, I'm looking at all your friends and family. They love you so much. And so you have a lot that you could be taking in, a lot. Cool, good. And and I do feel that. And I love helping them out with feng shui, astrology, and or affirmation. And so I love being helpful to everybody, but certainly the ones I know and care about. And it's neat to hear you say that they, that they love that. They do. They love you. And so can you let them love you? Because, you know, I didn't know that you were doing all this other extra stuff for them, too. And, you know, you're probably not charging them either, right? Oh, correct. Right. So, you know, there needs to be a balance when we're talking about receiving. There needs to be a balance and exchange of energy. Like when I teach Reiki, it's, you know, I make it very clear to the participants that they can, you know, practice this with their friends and family. But after a while, there needs to be exchange, even if Uh someone's going to cook you dinner or mow your yard Uh or, you know, do you see what I mean? Yes. Oh, that's going to be very fun for you. It'll be interesting for you to gauge by your hands because when we have something in our body that's kind of poking up and and then we start to change our behavior we get to see if the behavioral change begins to change the physical symptom right that makes sense and then if the symptom comes back you can go oh well maybe i need to work on receiving again okay yeah that's very exciting yes it it, and and it is okay all right thank you so much for calling good luck all right thanks all right All right, now we've got Maura on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Maura. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. I'm great, thanks. I was just, uh, I'm was i so happy I was on hold for that, because I've had Reynolds since I was a, practically a kid, so that was great to listen to. But I'm calling about um, cystic fibrosis, and um, I know it's not related to the heart, but it's... It is, actually. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, then, it's great. Um, <laughs> it's a, 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 a little... Um, lovely little dolly that's a, a relation of mine is about to turn two, and she was diagnosed when she was, you know, an infant. Mm-hmm. And um, fortunately, she's been very healthy, but she's underweight. And the other day, I picked up a book about acupressure, and um, the author talked about cystic fibrosis and using acupressure points. And I don't think that, um, you know, that was that was like I had no idea. But right. it makes sense, and I was just wondering if you and or the doctor would like to um, like help me 
with that, and maybe I can share that with uh, right. with. Uh, Right. Smart, I, can't wait, I can't wait to hear what Sheila has to say. It's a really fascinating subject, cystic fibrosis. It has to do with not, you know, perfusion through the lungs right. and a lot of mucus building up. And right. it's a very challenging disease with um, bacterial infections as right. well. Oh, yeah. But it is governed by the heart chakra because the heart chakra governs the lungs. So, ah. yeah, and there is a circulatory process in terms of what you're breathing, right? And, and this, yeah. the beautiful alveola. You know, cells at the base of the lungs that exchange CO2 with O2. So what are your thoughts on cystic oh, fibrosis? So, yeah, yeah, my, my mind just um, went to a person, a patient that I have who has cystic fibrosis, a male who is um, actually in his 30s, which amazing. is really amazing. <laughs> but it's a very difficult path. And there are, um, there are, um, jackets, I'll call them that for lack of a vest that you could wear that really help. Wow. Um, um, you know, they um, they blow up and they help to move pressure through to help get that um, um, thick mucus out of the lungs. Um, you can also do tapping and so on. So your question regarding using acupressure or techniques like that are, are definitely used. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, I, I can't give you a, a boiler cooker protocol mm-hmm. for, you know, this child um, whom, yeah, I, I can't say yeah. more about that. Well, well, go ahead. Yeah, well, she's, she's on enzymes for the pancreas, sure. and, right. and fortunately so far, She's doing um, her great. lungs are, are good, but um, right. well, this is a childhood disease, and you know, having a patient in his thirties is right. remarkable. Right. Um, yeah, that's and, wonderful. And yeah. not a lot of people survive past their twenties right. generally. And it's the infections, and right? So the on. infections, and so what's in? So this is a disease that's really about the parents as well, because when we have children that come into the world that have health issues really early out of the gate, it's about the family dynamics. So there's a you know, because we all choose to come here to Earth, and we choose our parents, and our parents are pretty much aware of who's going to come. You know, because mm-hmm. we make these decisions before we even come into a body, and so this is about something about the family dynamics. And I do think the families had. I mean, obviously, the child's doing incredibly well at two, and other than some weight problems. And so I think there's some interesting family dynamics that's going on with the parents in terms of learning to accept the process, um, but also learning to let go of any of the outcomes. So there might be a situation with the mom and the dad in terms of their personalities where they might be people that have some perfectionist qualities going on. And so they're learning to go with the flow because whenever you have something in your life that's not going in the direction that you want it to, you have to you have to improvise, you have to compromise and, and so this, as they do that, um, we may notice that the child will continue to do well and um, very well. Oh, that's wonderful. Good. Okay. Um, and, and maybe one of those vests. That, that vest sounds really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah, she's a lovely child, by the way. Yes, she is. She's Happy. beautiful. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling Thanks. in. Bye, Maura. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. We've got Erin uh, on the line now calling from Seattle. Hi, Erin. How are you? I'm fine, Marie. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can we do for you? Great to talk to you. Thank you. I am 43, and I've been fainting for years now, uh, about once, on average, once every 18 months. And um, it seems that when I faint, it's a fairly dramatic result where my heart stops and everything, and they want to put a pacemaker in me now. And it 
for some reason that just doesn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just wondering what other options or if I'd love to might... hear the options. I, I want to hear uh, the options, and then I'll give you my reading because I want to hear the options. <laughs> well, the options, like um, since my heart stops and the right. blood pressure goes down, yeah, I. I so they're saying it's op- electrical, right? Is I that guess right? so. Yeah, you, you know, they didn't really say that. They said that I don't have a heart condition, but they think this will help the fainting cells. So, hmm. well, if your heart's stopping, you know, if if that's indeed happening, then you know there could be even a block. But they they didn't diagnose you with a heart block, is what you're no. saying, right? No, they okay. did not. No. Hmm. Have you seen a cardiologist that specializes in electro, you know, yes. physiology? Mm-hmm. And so they yes. thought that electrically you were fine. They. They actually have an appointment with him tomorrow. He didn't say necessarily that electrically I'm fine, but he did rule out a heart condition. Hmm, interesting. And, yeah. yeah, and I also have something going on, just incidentally, an aneurysm in my brain, but that's completely incidental, and they don't think that has anything to do with this. Wow. So stuff is, is awry. You know, we got yeah. a couple things going on. And, and what I got, and this is energetic, and I'm glad you're seeing your doctors, and, and it, it might be great for you to include uh, a naturopathic physician, right, in, in your care, because things right. can be resolved energetically through medications and stuff like that that are more holistic. Um, but I got an absolute yes on the pacemaker. I mean, it was as soon oh. as I heard your voice, I, I just uh-huh. got a 100% yes on it. In fact, I saw someone that um, had a similar problem, fainted several times actually, um, who really needed a pacemaker and didn't want one either, and ultimately had one put went, put in and it changed her life. But just wow. because I have that reading, you mm-hmm. know, you know, you know, my reading doesn't have to be a hundred percent accurate, and so it's okay. something to pay attention to, perhaps. But it okay. de- you don't have to make a decision based on what I said, right? It's right. Your intuition. But what I did get is that you tend to be kind of stubborn, <laughs> right? A and little bit, yeah. Just a little bit. It would be good to talk to the cardiologist and find yes. out what the results of the tests were and what other options are there. Are there medications that can, you know, control the beating of the heart? Or is that something that you need a pacemaker? Because it's not the worst thing in the world. No. I mean, really. It's really not. And uh, it's it's amazing how it works, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, Of course, we don't want you to get one if it's not going to change everything, right? You know, right. We want right. it to be. And so then what about that aneurysm? Are they going to remove that? No, it's it's pretty small, so it's not, there's nothing I need to do there except okay. watch it, yeah. And so did they diagnose the aneurysm because of the cardiac problem that you were having, or the fainting, I should say? The fainting, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. very fortunate. That's a very fortunate and unusual, aneurysms are rarely diagnosed. They're, they're right. generally fatal. And so the fact that you, you know, think of your fainting spells alerted you to something that may even have been more significant like a, a ruptured vessel in the brain, and right. now your doctors are keeping an eye on it, and thankfully it's really small. So, mm-hmm. so I, that's how that's another thing that I'm getting about. Wow, that's pretty amazing that you had something so significantly found out in your body that they can watch. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe that's dance right. with that whole idea of the pacemaker. You know. Just okay. Hang out with it, but yeah, of course, you know, listen I'm, to the cardiologist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we're sending you tons of light. Thank you, Marie. You're Thank you very welcome. much. Have a fantastic day. Best <laughs> of luck both. tomorrow. Take care. Okay, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
So here we've been talking about the heart chakra. It's amazing because we've been talking about energy Came up medicine. So much. Every uh, wow, shocking, right? I know. I think we're in sync. You know, it's I th- really good. I think we're in sync. So, um, so I'm also going to be. We're, we're teaching on Saturday, and then I will. I've been. I'm teaching a class on the 17th of February, right before I fly off to um, Sun Valley, Idaho, and I'll be teaching a class at East West Bookshop, and it's called "You Can Have It All." So it'll be about manifesting. Um, actually, no, I'm teaching a class. I'm so confused. I'm so sorry. The 17th is actually at the Redmond Town Center, and it's actually on surrendering. It's a two-part class. The first part will be this month, and the next part will be in March. And I'm not going to go any more about my schedule because uh, I think they should go to the website so I don't confuse anyone. <laughs> that was so nice of you to come in today. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Wow. And we had some hard questions. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. true. But I learned more about the heart chakra. Really? Yeah, because you mentioned that it governs the breasts and the lungs yes. and the thymus. And the thymus. And circulation. And circulation, the cholesterol heart, level. It's very big. It's the it's a very big chakra for certainly people in our country. It I mean, absolutely is. And what I'm excited to learn, too, is about cholesterol, because I think it's a, fun, a fabulous topic we're going to be talking Well, you're going to be giving most of the information well, about that. Well, most people think that if your cholesterol is high, you immediately have to and go on, not true. on medication. It's not no, true. No, I've know. learned a lot about it, you yeah. know, listening to all the wonderful Depends people. Depends on the kind of cholesterol. Right. And it's not just the LDLs. You can fractionate them, break them down to see what kind of LDL, because one of the LDLs is a good LDL. I I had no idea yeah, about I'm that. Yeah, talk about that. Talk about C-reactive protein uh-huh. and homocysteine uh-huh. and everything you can do to treat that. Oh, my gosh. Do you think that sugar plays a large role in cholesterol yes. levels? I do, too. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So there's this whole syndrome called metabolic syndrome that, that leads to diabetes that um, is about the amount of sugar, but not just like frank sugar from candy, but sugar that's found in right. Yeah, that's found in their foods. Because my feeling overall is people who have elevated cholesterol, it's really a sugar issue. Can be not so much a fat issue. Can be. It, it, it depends. Yes. Right. Yeah. I know. Bio individuality. I know. I've learned so much from you. I <laughs> and absolutely I from have. You. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure. We have fun. Yeah, we have a really great time. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, we, we will be available Saturday for the class. You can go to our website. And what's the phone number where people can reach you, Sheila? 425. Uh, hello. 425-452-9366. <laughs> great. And you can go to com and read anything you want about me and find information about Sheila. And next week, um, I, I won't have a guest um, on the show, so it'll just be me. And I look forward, as always, talking and listening to all of our listeners. They're so brave. Thank you all for calling. Oh, you're so brave. Thank you so much. Joyful blessings. Start the new year with fun and inspiring tools that invoke curiosity and the desire to change. The Marie Manucherry and Friends monthly two-hour class is an investment toward self-development that you won't want to miss out on. We'll provide even more tools to enhance positive thinking, spiritual growth, healing, and so much more. Go to energyintuitive.com to find out more and sign up for the next class.